Welcome everybody to the Kol Agadapirka here on Zoom to the Kol of uh, Rabbi Obam Shul. Thank you everybody for joining today. We have a very important topic, a very interesting subject. I want to thank my dear friend Rabbi Isaac Yoselovsky for uh, giving me the foundations of this year and for alerting me to the subject. And may the learning of uh, today's Shira Bilo Nishmas his father. And we're going to start with the Rama. We know, of course, Parshas Pinchas speaks about the heroism of Pinchas and his reward. So the Targum Yonasam Menuziel says the reward of Pinchas that he turned into an angel and he became none other than. Eliyahu Hanavi Elijah the prophet. The Ramah tells us in Archaim and Simon Reis Sadihei, Benoagu Loimar Ulahazkir Eliyahu Hanavi Vematsoi Shabbos. The Minog is to say and to mention Eliyahu Matsoi Shabbos Lehispalel as a prayer Sheyavoi that he should come Vivasrena Hagula and give us the tidings that the Gula is coming. So Minog Yisrael Kaidesh that the Jewish custom is to mention Eliyahu Hanavi Matzoi Shabbos as a tefillah, to pray that he should come, not to redeem us, but to give us the good report, Vivasar lanu besoirois toivois Yeshuais v'nechamais. Now, I say that when Eli- whenever Eliyahu Hanavi would come, it would be a good time. He could wake me up in the middle of the night, 3 a.m. He could come... On July 4th, Memorial Day, President's Day, Lagva Oimer, Tu Tishabav, whenever he comes, it's a good time. Why specifically mention and pray for him Matzai Shabbos? What does Eliyahu Navi have to do with Matzai Shabbos? So the Torah writes in Simon Reis Salihei that the Minog is to mention Eliyahu Navi. The Torah cites the Baal Hamanig because he is destined to be Mavasar the Geula. And we find in Erevin Mem Gimel Amidbez, that Klal Yisrael has a Havtacha, that Eliyahu does not come, not Erev Shabbos, and not Erev Yomtif. So since Eliyahu doesn't come Erev Shabbos and Erev Yomtif, and his first opportunity to come is Matzai Shabbos, therefore, we're Mespalel, Shabbos is over, now is your first opportunity to come, so come! Now you could come, so come! So there are two obvious questions. Number one, if Eliyahu Anobi doesn't come, not Erev Shabbos and not Erev Yomtif, then why do we only mention Eliyahu Matzai Shabbos? We should mention him Matzai Yomtif as well. But the question that we're going to deal with primarily is that the Gemara only says Eliyahu doesn't come Friday. So, okay, but what about Shabbos? So why wouldn't we mention Eliyahu Friday night? So this question is addressed by none other than the Prisha. The Prisha was the Sma. We're going to visit his uh, kever next week, actually on Monday, so I might not be able to be in Lemberg and in the... Actually, now that we're on Zoom, we'll see if we could uh, work it out. But uh, we're going to visit, if anybody wants to come and uh, to visit the Drisha, he wrote the Prisha, he wrote the Sma, and he has the following question. What's the reason why Eliyahu doesn't come Friday? On Friday, people are too busy making potato kogel. Imagine if Elio would come, and then um, somebody would ring the door, and we're, mil- we're making the potato kugel, 
So the kid would answer the door and say, Ma, dad, someone's at the door. Ask him who it is. Say, Eliyahu. Ask him what he wants. He wants to tell you something. Ask him if he could come back later. Tell him to come. People won't have time for him. People are too busy on Friday. So he can't come Friday. It's Tircha. People are busy preparing for Shabbos. But ask the Drisha, but nobody's busy on Shabbos. On Shabbos people are off. So why can't Elio come on Shabbos? So the Drisha says, well actually, whether Elio could come on Shabbos is also a discussion in Erevin. And it's based on the fact that Elio has to come from the Shemayim. And we know there's a concept that you can't leave the Tchum. And there's a Shaila in the Gemara, whether there is Tchum in outer space, whether Yesh Tchumen, Lamala Meyasara, is there Tchum above ten Amois? So, from uh, above ten Tfachim. So, since it's a Shaila, and the Gemara does not give a definitive answer, and it's possible there is a valid opinion that Elio cannot come on Shabbos. So he can come Friday. He possibly can come Shabbos. So his his first definitive day that he could come is Matzai Shabbos. Oh, so in that case, where Raspala Elio, you couldn't come Friday. Maybe you couldn't have come Shabbos. Now you could come. Please come. But why don't we mention Eliyahu Matzai Yamtif? So this is a question that is addressed by the Bach. The Bach was written by Rabbi Yoel Circus. Rabbi Yoel Circus authored the um, classic Perush on the tour. By the way, the Bach had a very distinguished son-in-law, the Taz. At one time, the Bach was learning with the Taz, and the Bach told the Taz, you know, Taz, Rabbeinu David, I have a daughter. She's as beautiful as the moon. So the Bach said, so the Taz said, well, in that case, I would like to be Makadish the Levana. And uh, in fact, the Shidduch was made. The Taz married the Bach's daughter. Now the Bach was having a very hard time publishing the Bach. And many different impediments arose. And the Bach was very frustrated. And he fell asleep one night. He had a dream. And they told him as follows. Since you've been busy with your own Sefer, You've so, been so immersed in learning, you forgot to say Tikkun Chatzois and be a Mesabel over Yushalayim. Maybe you should put aside your own pursuit and be Mesabel over the Tsar of the Shechina, where the Bach then realized that he needed to put more emphasis on Avelos Yushalayim, which he did, and then he was successful in publishing the Bach. Now, the Bach mentions that this custom of mentioning El Yom Shabbos was performed in the Beis HaKnesses, Davudraham says that's not the Minaganar Medinois, but everyone says it in their home. But why do we not do a Matzah Yamtiv? So the Bach gives two interesting answers. Number one, because you already did it that week. You already said Elio that week on Matzah Shabbos. So one mention of Elio is good, covers the week. How many times do you have to mention him that week? And Furthermore, there's a particular connection between Eliyahu and Shabbos. Namely, the Gemara says, that if Klal Yisrael would have observed two Shabbosos, they would have been redeemed immediately. So we see the observance and the Shemira of Shabbos warrants Geula, and therefore we juxtapose the mention of Eliyahu specifically to Shabbos, not to Yom Tif, because 
It's the merit of Shabbos that brings the uh, coming of the Geula Shlema. So that's the connection between Eliyahu and Shabbos. So by the way, that answer not only explains why we mention Eliyahu on Shabbos and Ayamta, but explains why we mention him Matzah Shabbos, because the coming of the Geula is particularly connected to Shabbos. So it's going to come out today that we're going to mention about nine or ten reasons why we speak about Eliyahu Matzah Shabbos. Number one, he can come until then. Number two, he's particularly connected to Shabbos as Shabbos brings Geula. Number three is the explanation of the Prisha. The Prisha says as follows. Let's see what I could do here. The Prisha, I'm going to put this down. Okay. He says, Why don't we mention El Yom Matzah He says that we have to go to another tour. The tour mentions that we, in Sunrei Sadi Tess, that the reason why we mention Eliyahu Hanavi Matzai Shabbos is because Eliyahu Hanavi, the mention of his name helps for forgetfulness. Did you ever encounter phenomenon? I don't know where I put my keys. I don't know where I put my socks. I don't know where I put my t- toothbrush. I forgot the name of my neighbor. I forgot the name of my children. I forgot the name of my wife. You know, sometimes people could be forgetful. Um, please tell them I'm not available right now. I'm in the middle of giving the shear. Thank you. So, <laughs> the the mention of Eliyahu. All right, let's let's mute everyone. The mention of Eliyahu. How do I do this? The mention of Eliyahu. A promotes memory. In other words, if you want to strengthen your memory, what can you do to strengthen your memory? Olive oil and flaxseed oil, omega-3. No, no, no. Speak about Eliyahu. Eliyahu helps for shikha. By the way, I once heard in the name of Rav Hutner that that's why he's Eliyahu Novi Zohor Latoiv. He's the embodiment of memory. Zohor Latoiv. And if you mention Eliyahu, Derachav Matzlichen. Your ways will be successful. And therefore, the beginning of the working week, uh, we mentioned specifically Eliyahu to start off the week on a good foot. Says the Prishal, if you say hatam, that's why we mention Matzah Shabbos because we specifically want to start the Sheishas Yimei Hamasa with the mention of Eliyahu who promotes good memory and success in all of our endeavors. So that's a third reason. Eliyahu is connected to memory and uh, success. Now, comes the Matei Moshe. The Matei Moshe was Rav Moshe Mos, a student of the Marshal. And he also addresses this issue. Why don't we mention Elio Matzah Yamtif? He says, here's the deal. Because we would. We would. The thing is, Yamtif is two days now. So we have to push him off until after the second day. So once we've delayed him, so we push it off completely. Actually, the Sefer Kerem Shloima, in number 9, of Shloima ben Yikusiel Kaufman, he brings another thing. He says, look, nowadays we know exactly which day is Yom Tif. The second day is only Minagavis in So to say it at the end of the first day, which is really when Yom Tif is over, it will be a zilzil for Yom Tif Sheni. 
And to say it at the end of the second day, why? He could have come Matzai the first day. So it's not really, there's no opportune time to mention him in the exit of Yamtif. But he also uh, mentions another specific connection between Elijah the prophet and Saturday night. V'oid, we find in the Medrash that every Matzai Shabbos, Eliyahu enters Gan Eden and he sits under the Yitzhachayim and he writes the Zechusim of Klal Yisrael. He writes, Ruvain learnt a Mishnah, Shimon learnt a black Gemara, Levi said a parak of Tehillim, Yehuda lent money to a Jew, the other person davened with Kavana. Eliyahu Matzoi Shabbos, his first endeavor is to write the Zechusim of Klal Yisrael. And therefore it is appropriate to mention Eliyahu Matzoi Shabbos as that's when he, that's when he's at his best, that's when he gets going to write the Zechusim of Klal Yisrael. Reason number five, Says Avudraham. The Gam Hatam Shetiknu Loimar Eliyoh Anavi Bahavdala. Now, this is another interesting reason. Most people, maybe after they finish Havdala, then they start saying a pisman about Eliyoh. It sounds like the authentic minig is to say it at Havdala. Avudraham says, Rabbi David Avudraham, one of the great Rishonim of Seville. He says, at Havdalah we separate between Kodesh L'choyel, just like Eliyahu is Mavdil between kosher Jews and those of impure lineage. Like it says, Kihu Ke'esh Mitzareif Uchevoyris, Mechabsim. So the job of Eliyahu is to be Mavdil, and therefore it is appropriate to mention him specifically at the time of Havdalah. So those are so far five reasons why we mention Eliyahu by Matzoi Shabbos. Number one, it's his first opportunity to come. Number two, the Shmira of Shabbos warrants Geula. So we say, Elio, now that we kept Shabbos, please be Mavasel Geula. Number three, we want to start off the week on a good foot, and remembering Eliyahu brings Hatzlacha and Zikarain. Number four, it's the time that Eliyahu writes the Zechusim of Kal Yisrael. Number five, just like we're being Mavdil, Eliyahu is Mavdil. Then another very interesting reason, brought in by the Holy Chida, Reb Chaim Yosef David Azulai. And he quotes from the Talmidei Rabbeinu Yehuda HaChassid, who have a tradition from the Rebbe, that Eliyahu Anavi is the one who positions the Tzadikim in Gan Eden. But sometimes, even a Tzadik, he has to get a little cleansing before he goes into Gan Eden, and Unfortunately, he has to do a short amount of time in a place of purification in Gehenna. But after a short amount of time, Eliyahu comes, he yanks out the tzaddik, he schleps him to Gan Eden, and Elio, they say, well, who's going to bear this oinish in place of this tzaddik? And Eliyahu says, I'll take it on the chin for him. This says the Medrash Talpiois of of Rev Hakoyen Meizmer, the Baal Medrash Talpiyos, the Baal Shevet Musa, Rebbe Eliyahu Hakoyen of Izmer. He says that this is the Pshat, Tachas Asher Kinei Leiloi Kav Vayechaper Al Bnei Yisrael. He takes the place. He's Tachas, a Jew who's yanked out of Gehenom, and he brings Kapara to Klal Yisrael. So, since Motzai Shabbos is the time that 
the uh, Risham would ordinarily have to return to Gehenna. We mention Elio specifically at this juncture because that is the ta- a time that we appreciate his service that he pulls the uh, tzaddikim out of Gehenna. That is reason number six. Reason number seven. Reason number seven is offered by the Archa Shochan in Simon Reish Sadi Hesiv Dalad. Says the Archa Shochan. He says on Shabbos is Me'ein Olam Haba, and everybody is happy on Shabbos. Why are people happy on Shabbos? First of all, they miss their rabbi very much. The whole week, you know, a person doesn't have a chance to see their rabbi. And Shabbos, you get to spend more time with your rabbi, so it puts you in a good mood. You have to have a good rabbi. And people are so happy, they're learning Torah, and they have more time to daven, and to sing Zmirais. People are in a good mood on Shabbos. And then Matzah Shabbos comes, and people are... The anxiety sets in. All of the worry sets in. Why? Because people then... Who are the whole week they're enslaved to their phones, they now go back into servitude to their phones. They are now again tethered to their phones. And the anxiety sets in, and they have to sit holding their phone in their hand, expecting the next vibration, and it brings them anxiety and worry and sadness. And therefore, we say, now that the sadness has returned, we hope you could lighten it up with the hope of Geula, and we're mispalah for Eliyahu Navi. So all kidding aside, Matzah Shabbos is a time of sadness, is a time of sorrow, and therefore we ask you, we beseech you, please dilute our sadness with the coming of Geula. Number eight, an eighth reason why we mention Eliyahu Navi Matzah Shabbos. If you look in the Siddur, you'll notice, amazingly, that there is a part of davening, which is in Yiddish. There's one segment, one area of davening that's in Yiddish. One passage in Yiddish. Matzai Shabbos, there is a pizmain called Gotfan Avram. We say, Dervach zolen tzkomen, tzmoisherem, tzmkavod, tzmbanei chayei umezoinei. We have this tefillah written in Yiddish. Why do we have a tefillah in Yiddish? <coughs> now I know a lot of people say Yiddish has Kedusha. Well, we'll see about that. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Reb Pinchas Karatzer, who's one of the early masters of Hasidus, one of the founders of Hasidus, he writes that everything in this world needs transition. You can't go from one extreme to the other. I remember... You know, you have some guys who they don't learn a word in high school and all of a sudden they go to Israel and they become, you know, they flip out. And all of a sudden they learn 15 hours a day. And the truth is, maybe they could keep it up for a short amount of time, but that kind of drastic turnaround does not usually have stability. Because for something to have continuity, it has to be done bahadraga. It has to be done step by step. Often if a person was totally alienated and then they become a Baal Tshuva, so they might be inspired, but it's not easy to keep up the continuity unless a person does things 
with progression, with seichel. Otherwise, the drastic change could be harmful. For example, the Gemara says in Masech that you're now to fast on a Sunday because Shabbos we indulge to an extent in Achila. And if you're going to go from eating to fasting, we're talking about for rain, it could be harmful. It could be very unhealthy. You always need transition in life. For example, we have the Chumash. We have... We have uh, Torah. We have the other languages that we could translate the Torah into. And then the Targum is, so to speak, the transition. Even when we went into Eretz Yisrael, you can't just go from Eretz Ha'amim to Eretz Yisrael. There's Eber Le'yardin. Eber Le'yardin is like the transition. Eber Le'yardin is like the Targum of what Targum is to the Torah. Eber Le'yardin is to the Eretz Yisrael. Rav Hutner says that's why the Chazal tell us one has to be Maver Sedra, even Atarois Vedivain, which are cities Eber Le'yardin. Because the purpose of Targum is similar to the purpose of the cities, Atarais Vedivine, which are transitional to Eretz Yisrael. Well, likewise, says the Imre Pinchas, you know, to go straight from Shabbos to the week, from words of Kedusha to words of Choyal, is too drastic. So we have this Tfilah, by the way, it's attributed to Rabbi Levi Yitzhak Abadichov, Gat von Avram, which is like the transition from holiness to secular. So clearly, the Imre Pinchas, who was one of the early Rebbes, did not consider Yiddish to have uh, Kedusha like Lashon HaKodesh. It's uh, in between. Okay. Anyway. Um, by the way, there is a Chassam Soifer who... In this week's parsha, who was the Nasi who lived with Cosby? Zimri. What was his name? Shlumiel. You ever hear the Yiddish, Yiddish expression, Shlumiel? Shlumiel is like a lo Yitzlach, right? So Chsam Soifer does explain that Yiddish has a degree of Kedusha because many of its expressions are based on the words of Chazal. Why was he called, why do we call a lo Yitzlach a Shlumiel? Because Pinchas came in and it wasn't so easy to kill him. You think it was so easy to kill this guy? He had to stick the knife in a certain place and hold it in a certain way and get him. So that, that's where the term Shlomiel comes. Anyway, that's why we say Eliyahu Matzah Shabbos. Shabbos is Me'ein Gan Eden. Choyel is Oilam Azah. And we need a middleman. Who's the middleman? Eliyahu. Eliyahu is the middleman between Oilam Abba and Oilam because he entered physically into Gan Eden, um, so he's like the transition from Olam Hazeh to Olam Haba. Another thing that Pinchas Karatzer says is that we all have a small Ever called a Naskoi, which is was one of the only parts of the body of Adam Arishain that did not partake of the Eitz Hadas. And the Achil of the Yitzhadas was Erev Shabbos. This Ever is only Nana from the Achil of Matzoi Shabbos. Okay. So therefore, Eliyahu, who's on the Bechina of Chaim, therefore we mention Eliyahu, uh, Davka, Matzoi Shabbos. But the bottom line is, Eliyahu is the, the transition from Olam Hazeh to Olam Haba, from weekday 
to uh, Shabbos, he's like the Naskoi bone, just like the Naskoi bone was only Nena Motsu Shabbos, Ilioha Novi as well. Now, let's come to some of the uh, esoteric aspects of Ilioha Novi. By the way, the Sefer Seder Hayoim of Rav Moshe Ben Machir, who is a student of the Arizal and the author of Moide Ami, he says that the mention of Elio Anovi should be uh, should be made before Havdalah. Before you say Havdalah, the minig is to say Elio Anovi, and he says you should say it three times. While the Rama only mentioned that the minig is to mention Elio Anovi, the Seda Yom says one should try to say Elio Anovi three times. So if you sing. Eliyahu Hanavi, Eliyahu Atishbi, Eliyahu HaGilad. So you already got it. And he says something interesting. He says the reason why Eliyahu doesn't come on Shabbos is because people are relaxed on Shabbos. They can't deal with such shocking news. And then he says, why don't we mention it Matzah Yamtif? We already mentioned it, Matzah Shabbos, that's good enough. And then he says, you should mention Eliyahu al Hakois. In other words, before you make Havdalah even, you should say Eliyahu al Hakois. And we should say it three times. Why do we say it three times? Because we're so in such distress that we just say Eliyahu, Eliyahu, Eliyahu. We say it out of the distress of our heart. And he says we should say it three times. To recall the zechus of our avos, Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov, and there's even a pizman that arranges the recitation of Elio based on the uh, letters of the alphabets. Now, part of this pizman, which by the way is attributed to a student of Rashi, the Machzor Vitri, we say, "Ish tishavi al shemay nikra tatzlichenu al yadai batayra." We say. Make us successful through him in the Torah. Now this pismine goes by the uh, the order of ish, 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 ish. But then it stops when we get to tatzlicheinu al yadoi ba Torah because we already finished the aleph base, and this is the gemar ha'inyan. And we're asking that we should be successful in Torah through Elio. Now, what does Elio have to do with our success in Torah? It's because anything that Elio touches, Mishum Shabemaga Yodoy Hakol Mutzlach, whatever Elio touches is successful, like we find in many places, that wherever his Ruach HaKodesh is manifest, there's great Hatzlacha and great memory, and there's no forgetfulness. In fact, Reb Chaim Falaji in the Sefer Kafa Chaim, he brings a special tefillah to say at Havdalah, invoking Eliyahu, praying to God to give one success in learning. So the Kavachem says, Before you drink the whole kais, drink a little bit. And then you say, You say that three times. And then you say, you should make us successful in learning through Eliyahu Zachor With the 28 Oisiyos, Yud, Hei, and Vav. 
that are Marumas in Eliyahu's name, and I should not forget anything I learned. Now and open up my heart in Chumash, in Mishnah, in Gemara, in Agada, in Sifra, in Sifri, in Psikta, Mechota, Braisos, Tosefos, Midrashim, and Sifrei Poiskim. This is all invoked uh, at the time of the recitation of Eliyahu Matzai Shabbos through Eliyahu. One will be Zoichet to success in learning. Now, how many times should you say Eliyahu? The Avudraham says three times. Why? So the Seder Ayoyim said we do it mitzaras levavenu, and the Avudraham says we do it third three times. The Chazay Koinian, as the pasuk says, ve'hachut hameshulash loibim heiragi nasek. It gives it more stability and more strength when we repeat it three times. However, amazingly, the Seder Hayoim says you should say it. If you say Yo 52 times, you'll be successful in your learning. What's 52? Gematra Eliyahu. So there's a, a new song. That's a low part. Then, Anyway, if you do the song once, it's already 12 times. Um, but it's brought down, I said, 52 times you'll be successful in learning. And some are medactic to do this. And they mention his name time after time, 52 times. Comes the Arizal, and the Arizal says, when you get home, you should say Pizmoinim, Shirim, to escort the queen, and then you say Eliyahu 130 times. times. What's 130 times? Well, it's Gematria Eliyahu Anavi with the 10 letters. How's that? Elio is 52. And Hanavi is 60. Uh, Hanavi is 68. And that's 120. Plus the 10 letters. So the Gamacho of Elio Hanavi is 120. Plus the 10 letters. That's 130. Moreover, says Ari, you should be Mechavein how many permutations are there of Eliyahu Anavi? Well, Eliyahu has five letters. So five letters has 60 permutations. Five times four is 20. Times three is 60. Oh, no. Eliyahu is, yeah, five letters. So the five letters are five times four is 20. Times three is 60 times 2 is 20, 120. So again, Eliyahu Anavi is Gematria 120, and Eliyahu has 120 permutations. And you say, what are they? I put them on the sheet. There are 120 ways to spell Eliyahu. You want to know what they are? They're right here. Each time you say Eliyahu, you should have in mind a different permutation according to the Ari. This is Marumaz and the Pasuk in Yeshaya. Masa Mitzrayim, Hine Hashem, Roychev, Alav Kal, Uva Mitzrayim. 
God rides on a av kal, a av, a cloud, kal koflamid. That's the Remes el Yohanavi, and there's 130 permutations. So the Arizal says to mention Elio 130 times. 120 permutations and 10 just kipshutai. And if you do this, you'll chase away all the makachagim. So okay, I saw this and I figured, okay, I don't necessarily follow every practice of the Arizal. Try to follow the halacha, the shulchan aruch. But the Arizal does recommend this. But what's very interesting is the Chidah brings down, one should be Mechavin, the 120 Tserufai Eliyahu, and 10 regular mentions of Eliyahu. And the Ben brings down in Shana Beis, Ois Chavhei, Parshas Vayetzei. The Minog is to say 130 times Eliyahu is a which is the Gematria of these four words. Now listen to this. The gematria of Eliyahu Hanavi Zachul is gematria 400, which overcomes the 400 forces of Esav. Then the Ben brings from a Sefer called Torah Lishma. The Torah Lishma was written by Rav Yecheskel Kachli, which is actually a pen name for the Ben himself. And in the, here the Ben doesn't tell us who wrote it, but he says in the Sefer Torah Lishma, that if you take Eliyahu, which again is 52, with the letter He of Hanavi, is Kale Havaya, which is the 57, the shame of Parnasa. Navi is Gematria 63, which is also the shame of Parnasa. So Kale Havaya is Oichel, which is 57, where Parnasa comes from. So it's 57. And then 63. And then Zachor is 2733 is Havaya of Yudin and Ekia the Yudin. And Latoiv is Havaya and Ekia. And the Benish Chai says it is our practice in our home to say Elio 130 times. Because we, and we repeat the passage of Amartem Koilachoy six times. Fine. And I was amazed that this is also brought in the Elio Rabbah, one of the great poiskim, that when you come home from Shomot Shabbos, you say Elio 130 times. And the Berhetev, amazingly, brings this down as well. Comes the Holy Chassam Soifer, and he says the practice of reciting Elio 130 times is Merumaz in a Pasuk in the Chumash. The Pasuk says, Ein kakel yeshurun roichev shamayim biyazracha. Why are we called Yeshurun? Isn't Yisrael a much better name? Yisrael has the name Kale in it. But Yeshurun, there's no Kale in it. No, says Achsam Seifer. Hashem's name is Zun, 57, which is Kale Havaya, which is Meshutaf, Yeshurun, why? Yashar, Yashar straight, Vav Nun is 56 in Makkah 57, which is Gematria Ilio with the five letters, who's Mesugol to be Roichiv Shamayim on an Avkal, like Ilio, the Avkal, 
Uh, that's a remez to the 130 times we say El Yom Shabbos. We say, Kael Hashem, Vayor Lanu Isuchag Bavoisim, Avkal. Avoisim is like the Avkal. Kael Hashem, 57. So we say, Ain Ka Kael Yeshurun. Don't say, when we're called Yeshurun, we're missing Kael. No. Adarabba. Ain Ka Kael Yeshurun. There's no name that has Kael like Yeshurun. Because Hashem is Roichiv Shemayim. And by doing so, we have Eliyahu on the Av Kael, which is the Soifei Tevois of Ain Ka Kael Yeshurun is 130 Ramas So this practice is a well-documented and uh, mentioned practice. Again, it is not brought in the Mishnah Bura, and you can't say it's a halacha, and therefore I'm not here to tell anybody that they should do this. First, the person has to make sure they're observing all of the halachas and all the laws of Darecharetz, and... One has to know uh, when to keep which chumras. Very often, keeping chumras is uh, bali de kula. So everybody needs a Rebbe, a Maradarach to ask, is this something I should do? Should I not do this? Your wife needs your help. No, I'm too busy saying Elio Anavi five million times. Sorry, I can't help anybody. I want to make sure I'm successful in learning, so I'm going to spend the next three days saying Elio Anavi Zechulatoy. So you always have to know what the right thing to do is. But you definitely have to know about the practice. This is a Minog Yisrael. And in fact, the Chidah brings down, amazingly, that there is a Sefer written on the Tanah of Eliyahu called Zekukin Denura Uba'urin De'esha, published in Prague in the year 16... 76, written by the Makubo Rav Shmuel Haida, and it's a parish on the Tanzvel Yahu, as well as establishing the correct and authentic Gersa of Tanzvel Yahu. And in his Hakdama to Tanzvel Yahu, the, to his parish, he wrote a Hakdama, if you look at number 27, called Markashisha the Sefer Zakukin. And there is Haskama on the Sefer from Rav Shimshin Bachrach, the father of the Chavos Yoyer, and Rav Shmuel Kadenavar. And he brings that one of the reasons he was Zoycha to, to understand Tanad Velyo and to be Matzliach in um, writing a Chibur on Tanad Velyo, he says his fourth Zuchus is that every Matzah Shabbos he said with great Kavana Elio Anavi 130 times, having in mind the 130 permutations of Eliyahu Hanavi. Moreover, the Sefer Nite Gabriel brings down from the Dark Enoyam that by Hasidim, they, their minogis, they try to make a Shidduch, Davka Matzah Shabbos, when? During the recitation of the 130 Eliyahu Hanavis. So if you need to make a Shidduch, that's a good time. And this way, it will avoid any conversation with the new Mechutanim, and you will avoid any disagreements. Basically, make your Shidduch while you're saying Elyon every 130 times, and then when the new Mechutan tries to tell you some bad jokes and some even worse Devei Torah, 
You'll just you keep your mouth closed, say Eliyahu Anavi a few times, give him a smile, make him think that his Dvar Torah makes sense, and the Shidduch will be Oila Yafazain. And this is a good opportune time to um, make uh, a Shidduch. Now, the there's a Zemer written about Eliyahu Anavi that was composed by none other than the student of Rashi, the Machzar Vitri. By the way, the high part is But there are many good Nagunim. If anybody wants Nagunim, I could tell you 130 Nagunim for Eliyahu You could call me after. I'll give you Kaubach, MBD, Tveikos, Mojitz, Ger. And uh, if you remember all 130 Nagunim, that's a skula to remember everything else you need to remember. Okay, and finally, there was a great Makubal, Rabbi Shaya Ashrazelik Margolius, who actually uh, cites a piot written by the great Goin and Makubal, Rabbi Naftali Katz, the Baal Smichas Chachamim, buried in Turkey, and he wrote a zemer incorporating all 120 Tserufim of Elio Anavi. And I am not here today to tell you, you should say Eliyahu 130 times, or 52 times, or 3 times, one thing I will tell you, is you should say it at least once. That's what the Ramah says. The Ramah says, Mino Gisrael, v'noagu, loimar, ulahaske Eliyahu anavi, v'chol hamarba, hareza meshubach. But I want to end up with the following. There was a sefer written by The author of the Sifsei Chachamim on Rashi, Rab Shabsi Bas, which is basically a record of all the Hebrew Svarim and Gedolim that whoever lived in that were written. And the Chassam Soifer in Parshas Vazchanan discusses what is the objective, what is the purpose of having a book that just lists the names of different Gedolim and the names of different Svarim. And the Chassam Soifer says, an interpretation of the Pasuk, Vishamata Yisrael Vishamata La'asais. If you merely hear the name Yisrael, it engenders a desire to observe the Torah. Every word we say influences us. And when you say the name of a tzaddik, the name of a sefer, it influences a person Lataiva. When you say the name of a great goin, a great chassid, a great tzaddik, it elevates us. And therefore, Chassam Sarbah says, this great rabbi composed the book of all the books ever written because merely saying the names of Svarim and Gedolim influences a person Lataiva. And on the flip side, the Gemara talks about saying the names of certain Rishayim could make a person Tameh, Kala Oimer Rachav, Rachav Miyad Nikri, and so forth. That the words we say have a big influence on us. And we see, just saying the name Eliyahu is mashpia on a person, has influence on a person. Allah has kama v'kama, every word of Torah we say, it influences us, it changes us, it elevates us, it's mashpia on us. So, may we be zoicha to utilize our koyach hadibor, because it's a great power Hashem invested in us, hein l'toiv, hein l'mutav, and if we use it l'toiv, may it elevate us that we should be zoicha to the coming of 
Eliyahu, one of the reasons we lay in Parshas Pinchas during the three weeks is now is the time we're hoping for Geula, and we hope by mentioning Eliyahu, it should give us a zechus that it should speed up his arrival. Sheyavoy, v'mhera, v'yameinu, amen. Shkoyach, everyone.